0: You're listening to episode 178 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today's topic is finding friends on mission with David and Heather Counselor. You're listening to Christian Travelers Network, the podcast and platform where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hi Christian Travelers, I'm so glad that you're here. Many of you are super passionate about missions, or are considering traveling internationally abroad for extended periods of time, but the idea of leaving family and friends can be so intimidating. So we have David and Heather here to talk a little bit about their story and how they're preparing for that stage of their life. But before we dive into that, I want to once again point you to our website, christiantravelers.net, There you'll find other faith and travel resources and our online platform that helps you connect with other Christians around the world so you can have a community of like-minded people no matter where you are. But without further ado, uh, David and Heather have been fulfilling the Great Commission um, as a large part of their story. Uh, David went to college for world missions and Heather served at IMB. The two have felt the Lord calling them to full-time missions in Ireland. The two have completed two years of missionary training, sold all of their possessions, moved in with family, and are prepared for the big move. Hey, David and Heather, how are you guys doing? We're doing good. Doing good.
1: Doing really We're well. excited to
0: be here. <laughs> Glad to have you guys. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you've got you inspired to go to Ireland? um yeah sure david and i have been married for what 13 years now
1: almost 14 yeah.
0: and
2: missions has just been a part of our journey um both individually as adults growing up children and teens growing up mission trips and um when we met um uh, missions was part of our marriage even for our honeymoon we went on a mission trip instead of a honeymoon um it's just always been close to our hearts and um after a trip abroad in 2019 correct it was mm-hmm. on our year. Um, We felt the Lord really pulling us to more. And of course, like many people, we had doubts going, you know, well, we're not pastors. We're not leaders. You know, how can God use us? And so someone mentioned a missionary training school um, just to kind of take a class and see what we could learn. And we did. And like halfway through that, we knew that this is where God was calling us to go. And, you know, one of those things you look back and you see where God's hand was all along was pointing you to this you just didn't see it so but that's about it
0: wow uh that's incredible um where'd you guys go for your uh, mission trip slash honeymoon
1: so that we were we we're in guatemala
0: that was with our home church mm-hmm. in south
2: carolina Yeah.
1: so my dad is the missions pastor of the church back in south carolina and it just It coincided. uh, We got, what did we have, about two weeks before, um, after we got married, we were able to go visit some of her family in Texas, and then then we had that trip. So we were in in Guatemala uh, actually helping lead Vacation Bible School, and um, we were there for two weeks.
0: That's really cool. And then you also mentioned uh, that you guys went to kind of like a missionary school for some training. Uh, What was those classes like? What was the school, et cetera?
2: Uh, The school is fantastic. It's actually based out of Clarkston, Georgia. So um, it's missionary training school through the um,
1: Global Frontier
2: Frontier Missions, GFM. Um, And it is great. They have an online campus as well which is what we did so we could after work, we get home from work and we would take classes online. Um, it's really great because it prepares you for things that you don't know that you need preparing for. Um, David can tell you when we first started because missions had been such a part of our world, we very naively were like, oh, let's just go, right? Like we've <laughs> been Christians our whole lives. We, you know, we work at a Christian company. Um, we've been doing many mission tr- short-term mission trips. Um, We thought, oh, we can just go. And then we decided, no, let's go ahead and take some. And it was just realized so much more, you know, that we needed to know, like that we weren't prepared for. So things like missionary burnout, like how to prepare for that team dynamics, how to work within a team and handle conflict biblically, Um, contextualization, right? Getting into a new culture and how to adapt to that culture. All of those things kind of prepare you for you know, all the things that you're going to face so that you don't have burnout and end up having to come home because of all that stuff. So it's a great program. I highly recommend it. And I'm not paid to say this in any way, but it's, it's really great. And the first module of that school is free. So if anyone is curious and questioning, hey, what is God calling me to? They can take that first module and they can learn and see what God is maybe leading them to missionally.
0: That's awesome. And that's good to know. Um, You mentioned contextualization, just kind of like different cultures and things. Um, I imagine that moving to Ireland, there are some different cultural differences. Are you aware of any at this point or kind of just stepping in and seeing what's there?
2: Some we're aware of. I think, again, naively, we thought, oh, you know, they're English speaking. You know, it's Western Europe. You know, they're not going to be that much different. And there was a lot more than we realized uh, we recently were there on a one month uh, vision trip where we spent a month traveling around Ireland and even got to see the cultural differences just from within Ireland. Similar to the States, of course, you know, North versus South, um, you're going to have different cultures. But I think some of the things were language things, which, again, things that you wouldn't think about certain phrases that mean one thing here, mean something there. Um, also, the Irish culture, they're very friendly very welcoming, very open. they're also very guarded and one someone an irish person actually made a statement to me said you could talk to an irish person for two hours and realize you know nothing about them and so that's one of the things that they're very guarded and so you have to really be careful like getting to know them and realize building relationships takes time um, for them to trust and to welcome you Um, and so that's i think that's a difficult thing for us where we tend to be somewhat trusting and very like if you say come to my home That means you want me to come to your home where an Irish person may say, sure, come over anytime, but they don't really want you to come over. So it's learning kind of that dynamic and learning how that works. So, and we know we've got a lot more to learn even in that, you know, just spending more time.
1: Hmm.
0: That's interesting. I think of kind of um, America being kind of a blunt country and then kind of on the opposite end where the, I heard once that like the Chinese, they'll say something like, oh, the, the mailbox is around the corner, even though there isn't one, because they don't want to hurt someone's feelings. That yeah. sounds like the Irish might have kind of that pleasantry very much attitude. Yep. Interesting.
2: Yep. Very much. Another thing we learned is you can ask, uh, and I, this may not apply everywhere, of course, but in some places you could ask someone for directions, and they may tell you the longest, most detailed route because they want you to see their country. They want you to see the most beautiful areas, the mo- where we. As Americans are very, like, let me get here, 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 time-based, schedule-based. Um, okay. And Ireland is definitely not. They are very much, um, we, we saw a sign in a window that perfectly described it. It said, here when we are, you know, open when we're here and close when we're not. <laughs> and that's very much kind of their mentality. When they get there, they'll open. Everything's very laid back.
1: We saw uh, McDonald's at one day. This is on our, our trip back in 2019. But it said, now open early for breakfast, 9 a.m.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that was just crazy for us and well and when we were there this trip we had someone ask us you know is it true that americans will eat breakfast like there's restaurants open to eat breakfast at 6 a.m and we're like yes and they're like that was completely crazy to them of why anyone would be awake eating breakfast at 6 a.m <laughs> so
1: we tried to go to a department store we realized we needed something i think we we're going to actually buy another suitcase so that we had enough room to
0: bring to stuff back the
1: stuff back that we wanted to bring and the department store we pulled up it was like 602 and the department store was closed all the employees were walking It's a saturday it's a saturday and to us at six o'clock that's like a prime time to go right you yeah. know everyone's got we're, we're done work if we had to work that day and we can go but no in, um, in ireland everything almost everything shuts down super fairly early, early.
2: Yeah. Um, except for like pubs and things like that they shut down early so people can be with family have family mm-hmm. dinner or go to the local pub, which again, a pub is different than a bar here, a pub there. You'll see children, families, everybody kind of, it's a social community gathering spot. And so everything kind of closes early um, for that. So that's an adjustment for us as well.
0: Interesting. Um, Speaking of family and friends and socialization, I imagine that uh, creating connections is a large part of your responsibility in missions, but also just having friends in a a community to kind of lean on there. What is your plan going into a new country for that?
2: Well, I think we've realized community, it's it's so very important, we need that. I think COVID taught us that, right? Um, we were all sent home and we realized how much we need community, we need people, we're created for that, especially as believers. Um, I think for us, it's been really pivotal to find the core relationships we have here You know, these are your girlfriends. These are your best friends that you go to for things, and we want to strengthen those relationships so that they can ground us when we're overseas and we are in culture shock and we are missing home. And those relationships are the ones that will go to the people who will pray for us, the people who will encourage us. Um, But also, making sure to do the same over there to start building relationships there and to get to start forming roots um, in the new culture, in the new country. And some of that we've done through. know recent trips um i have one friend that i actually met through instagram and that led to us staying at her house two different times now and building relationship with her and her family and so this recent trip even that we went and met um how many was it 20 new couples 13 13 new couples couples, um, who were also involved in ministry and again those relationships so even now you know, once a week I try to reach out to them and how are you, how can I pray for you to build those relationships and to strengthen those so that we can start to form roots there because we know how important that's gonna be when we're in a new country and we don't even know where to go to, you know, get gas or mail a letter or pay a bill. Um, we're gonna need that, that community to help us.
1: We were, we were advised by some of the couples that, that, that are already in the field there. They said things like, um, you know, get involved in social events. They have, uh, you know, get uh, find the local uh, soccer team, you know, football team or, or Gaelic team and, and you know, kind of make that your team as well. Um, they have something uh, there called tidy towns, which is where people who have like the, the, the green thumb go and help clean up the neighborhood and, and make it look uh, very presentable and friendly.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, so things like that, getting plugged into different things, uh, walking, walking groups. We know these are all things and ways that you can get out and and meet people. So um, those are the type of things that we'll be doing.
2: And we know um, all of those things like add up, all of those things are important. And not only, yes, we're going to share the gospel with people, but that's not like you just walk up to someone and say, hey, let me tell you about Jesus, right? It's also just doing what David said, building relationships. And we know that in like in Colossians, we hear, we read to be wise in the way that you act towards outsiders, right? Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be full of grace, uh, season with salt so you know how to answer everyone. And I think that that's just it. It's finding those opportunities to, uh, you know, like David said, where you're in tidy towns or you're helping landscape a small town, but that's an opportunity to, to share and let people know, hey, this is what I believe. And all of that is formed through community.
0: Absolutely. It's really important to build those relationships and those connections so that um, you can have those conversations. Otherwise, it can be very blindsiding sometimes for people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, you're, you are leaving family and friends back in the States. Um, how is that making you feel? What is, how? how will you stay connected with them while abroad? Will you get to go home often? What does that look like?
1: I think um it's definitely it's definitely going to be difficult, but um, one of the, the things that we have here is that you know, we're we're already states away from from most of our family and so we're so blessed to have the technology just like today we're able to do this this video podcast with you through technology, um, we'll be able to keep up with with friends and family that way. Some, and then you have you know your your social media presence and things like that. As far as going back home, I think the plan is every three years to to, to come back home. Mm, yeah, and, and um, you know we'll be able to you know reenergize and refocus and and get together with family and friends at that time as well.
2: And Ireland's not far. Um, which is great. We've had several families saying that they're already, you know, preparing to come or friends saying, Hey, can we come for a visit? And we're hoping that that's the case. We're hoping people will come visit. Um, it's not a super long flight. And the Lord really has been preparing David and I, because, you know, he's, he's originally from Jersey. I'm from Texas. We met in South Carolina and we live in Nashville, right? So we've kind of been everywhere. And each of those States, we have friendships and we have relationships, be it, you know, family or otherwise, and. Some of our closest friends who you know we met in Nashville have all moved away as well. And so we joke saying that all of my closest girlfriends are in my phone, right? And so God's already been preparing. We can see that he's been building that up and preparing our hearts. And I love when God does stuff like that. At the time, you're sad because friends are leaving. But now we can see that God's using that to prepare us. When we're in Ireland, me reaching out to my best friend will be no different. You know, I call her on the phone or Marco Polo or WhatsApp, things like that just to stay and to keep those relationships. But like David said, it definitely will be hard. It will be difficult. And we know that there's definitely going to be days that we're lonely. We miss everybody, um, especially time zone differences and things like that.
1: We also, um, through our missions training, um, it it advised us to to have a core group of people, you know, as your, as your prayer team, the ones that you can, you can on a drop of a dime, send, send them a message and, and, they'll be there to encourage you and and to have a conversation with you and just to keep you from from uh, the burnout.
0: That's all good advice and um, definitely very encouraging how technology can help uh, address some of that long distance. You mentioned that you guys are going to return home every few years. What? Do you have any idea how long you're planning to stay in Ireland in total or just kind of until the Lord leads you elsewhere?
2: Um, probably that. I think right now we are looking at um, long term, like we're looking at this is going to be our future home. Um, we are looking to eventually seek citizenship, um, you know, where we'd have dual citizenship, obviously. But to stay, we know that ministry work in Ireland requires long term and it is building relationships that take time. Um, that said, God often has other plans and we have other you know, friends who are missionaries on the field who, you know, their heart was set for Thailand and they're now in Sydney, Australia serving the Lord. So you never know what God's going to do. And right now that's our plan. Um, but we know the Lord directs our steps and we're just trying to be obedient in that. And, you know, just like Abraham, God said, go, I'll tell you, you know, along the way and that's kind of what we're doing is right now, that's where we feel God's leading us. And we feel that's where we're going to be. And that's our plans. Um, But we're gonna just consistently try to stay focused on the Lord and um, spending time with him and letting him lead us and
0: see where that goes, you know, after that. Wonderful. Um, If someone else was kind of in your guys' shoes, thinking about missions, thinking about maybe moving internationally, What advice would you have for
2: them? I think um, missionally that that would be different than just like I think for moving internationally, we'll start with that. If somebody just wanted to move abroad, I think the biggest things would be, first of all, know that we have not done this officially yet. Right. This is just we're in the planning stages ourselves. So that's naively speaking. But, um, you know, do research. Right. Plan and look. Um, Definitely take several trips. You know, the first trip we had to Ireland was definitely touristy and fun, and we were there on our um, anniversary, and so we were doing all the touristy things. Um, but the second trip was definitely with a focus, and that is get away from the touristy sites, right? Go to, you know, like we said, go to the grocery store and say, hey, could I buy groceries? What does that look like? Can I find things that I need? Um, how to mail a letter, right? All those things. Look, what what is traffic like at five o'clock? Like all of the things that you. Don't think of here that you take advantage of, right? You, you just take or take, not take advantage, but you take for granted. Um, I know how to do these things. Try to do some of those things just to kind of get an idea and kind of that helps narrow down where you go or stuff like that. Um, as far as missionally, I think the key absolutely is to seek the Lord and see what he wants. One of the biggest things that we learned um, through our training, through MTS, through this online school is that missions. Does not mean one thing um god has called all of us in matthew 28 we know that god has called all of us to go right to go into the nations and to reach the lost um so we know that we're all called right but that doesn't necessarily mean that everyone has to pack up and move across the world missions can be living in your neighborhood and making sure that you know your neighbors then and that you're sharing christ with them and that you are you know helping meet needs and inviting them over for dinner and building relationships Missions can mean that you support missions in your local church, that you support people like us, that you support missionaries who are going and you're like, hey, I can't go, but I want to reach the law. So let me give some of my money to support these people. Um, Missions also can be praying for missionaries. Pick a country and find there's tons online. that You can find organizations and see where missionaries are located and pray for the missionaries that are serving in certain areas. Missions looks like many different things. You know, it's volunteering at missions organizations. Um, so part of our training in that school that we went, went through, part of what they did was to help you to look at all of those things and to seek the Lord and pray. And, you know, we've had students come through who said, hey, I really feel like God's calling me to pray for missionaries and to be a sender. And some people are called to be a goer, right, and to do different things. And I think that'd be the first step I would recommend is to really seek and see, OK, God, are you calling me to go or are you calling me to live missionally where I am? in this day and age, we know that God has brought the nations to us in Nashville alone. I think the last I heard was there was 32 different nationalities in Nashville alone. And so God's brought them to us, right? And we can do that. But, you know, then if God has called you to go, okay, then where does that mean? What does that look like? If it is to stay, how can I live missionally where I am? I think would be the the best. Anything else you have on that?
1: No, I think, I think it is important. And, and uh, on the mission side, I would say, um, if if you know for sure that God is is calling you to go, then then start taking actions to actually going. Um, part of our story is is like you said uh, early in introducing us, missions has been a part of our lives since we were teenagers, but um, it's taken us a, a number of years to actually answer the call. We are not so, teenagers now. <laughs> um, not not anymore. Maybe at heart sometimes, but that's about it. Um, yeah, just listen, listen to the Holy spirit and, and let, and let him guide you.
0: David, that brings up another question. Some people uh, are really struggling just to hear from the Lord or, or, or they feel distant from him. And while he's there for us, um, it can just be hard sometimes to discern his voice. What advice do you have for someone who's just really struggling to understand where he's leading?
1: So, um, the, the biggest thing that I would say is is to pray and to get into the word. Like, um, you know, to, for, for you to, to, to recognize someone, recognize the voice of God, you have to be, you have to know know what he would say, things like that. So um, it's, uh, scripture says, uh, my sheep hear my voice, know them, and they follow me. So I would say, uh, you know, Getting into the scripture, um, we've seen multiple times, myself included, as part of this, I said time and time again, is that I wish I wish I was reading my Bible more.
2: Yeah. And
1: and then time and time again, life, you know, I start doing good for a little while and then then I let the busyness of life and uh, other priorities uh, take place. But I mean, it's a choice. You have to be you have to be intentional and um, discontinue. Digging into the scriptures, um, focusing on that, you know, uh, journaling something as simple as um, when when you have a thought while you're while you're praying, you know, write it down and and then uh, continue praying on that thought.
0: Absolutely. Those are some really good uh, words of advice and encouragement. And it's so important to hear his voice through the word and get to know him so much better. Um, we're kind of nearing the end of the episode. Do you guys have any other advice for Christian
1: travelers? I would say say, um, if you're if you're going and traveling abroad, um, learn some of the basic language. If you're going to a a non-English speaking place, learn learn some of the simple phrases that will that will uh, help you. You know, Mm -hmm. where's where's the bathroom? Um, Learn learn simple phrases like that and, and being able to introduce yourself. I think, I think that goes a long way in, in getting people to, to open up to you as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think even separate from our calling to missions, right. As believers and as Christians, you know, yes, absolutely travel the world, see the world, but always be willing to share your faith, always be willing to, like I said, make the most of every opportunity. So, you know, if you're just going to, to Rome to eat pizza You know, find ways that you can live missionally, even in that, right? So that people will know that you're a believer by your actions and how you treat people, how you respond to people. I think it's difficult as Americans sometimes to get outside of our American brain and think that everything has to work in other countries the way it works in America, right? Like us going thinking, you know, we're very schedule oriented and very, if things open at nine, they need to open at nine, right? Be flexible and realize that that um, it doesn't work that way everywhere else. And one of the best advice that somebody gave us was, "America is not God's favorite country." And I know that that's hard for some Americans mm-hmm. to hear, but it's not. And you know, He came for all the nations, and that we need to not think that we're better than other people and go with a humble attitude, willing to learn and learn about other cultures and how they do things. And I highly recommend getting off the tourist route. Like when you go places and you explore, don't just go to, you know, the biggest places that you find online on Google, right? Find where locals eat, find where locals shop and things like that. Explore those places. That has been the best parts of our journey where you really get to meet real people and hear their stories and what they love about their country. And you're not surrounded by Americans, right? That's the whole point is to experience culture from a different perspective.
0: Absolutely. Um, I really appreciate that advice and encouragement. Um, one of the questions I always ask our guests is what has been the biggest God moment in all of your guys' journeys? I think I think we've had two. One of them, one of our
2: journeys actually overseas was the catalyst for us to go to missions where we were with a local person who is not a believer and we passed an abbey. Um, with monks, a functioning abbey and our monastery. I'm not the the correct term there, but uh, the person asked, said, well, what do you think that they do in there all day? And, you know, my statement was, well, you know, I don't know, that's not my faith, but I'm sure that they pray, read the Bible, you know, just kind of commune in life together. And that person laughed and said, well, why would someone do that? Don't they know that religion is dead? Nobody believes that anymore. And that, for me, coming from the Bible Belt, that was extremely powerful. You know, I could tell you that in my direct circle of 20 people that I could list in my, where I live, they're all believers. They all know the Lord. And it's very difficult to find someone who doesn't where we live. And I think that that was just powerful for me to realize how much um, there's a need for the gospel. And that was life changing for us. You know, it was in an area where there's churches everywhere, but no idea who Christ is, or how to have a relationship with him. And that was huge for David and I, you know, to realize that. What about you?
1: I think um, one on one of our trips, we we got to go uh, to Slovenia. Heather has a pen pal that she's had since she was 16. And we decided to, to go out there and actually have them meet each other face to face. And all, all throughout that trip, it was, was great. And um, <clears throat> they kept saying that, our type of faith, what was not present in this town or in this area. And um, on the day before we left, we were just stand, standing outside of the car at a grocery store while, while our host was, was grocery shopping and someone um, hollered out to us. And heard her
2: accent. they
1: heard, they, they said, is that a Texas accent? Cause Heather's from Texas. And, and so he recognized her accent. And so he came over and it turns out that, that they were, um, they they were, they were a Christian team down there doing English as a second language training as, as a means to, to share the gospel down there. And, um, that was another one of the times where God was just kind of tapping us on the shoulder saying, saying, you know, you can do this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much for sharing. Um, how can our listeners connect with you outside of today's episode? Um,
2: Well, we have lots of them. Uh, We have Facebook, of course, we set up um, and there it's counselors on mission um, under the people um, that people can follow us there. And we have a private group where we share updates. Uh, We also have Instagram, which I think is the counselor's mission. Um, One of our biggest things is prayer. We need people to be praying for us and praying for our journey and for um, wisdom and discernment on next steps. Um, Our second biggest need is we need financial support. As we expressed earlier, we need need money to get there and to live in Ireland. And we are raising all of our support on our own. Um, And so we also have that. And all of those links can be found through our Instagram and through our Facebook where people can, if they wanted to sign up, whether that's monthly or a one-time gift, um, they can do that through that that as well. I think you're going to share all that somewhere, um, the links down below so people can follow there.
0: Yes, we'll make sure to include the links in the description. Thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been an encouragement to speak with you. Thanks so
2: much for having having us. us. We're, We're honored to be here.
0: Thank you. Well, Christian Travelers, I hope that you will check out some of those links and connect with the counselors and offer your prayers, encouragement, and maybe even financial support to them as they go and serve the Lord in Ireland. And if you're looking for related episodes, I encourage you to check out episode 59, Missions in Marriage with Rachel Ampon, and episode 28, Mike Snyder, and short-term missions. Both of those can be a great encouragement as well. If you like today's episode, please hit the subscribe button and share this episode with a friend. And until next
1: time, safe travels and God bless.